everyone once again welcome to uh episode six of the bad beats and velcro Kletz podcast i am one fourth of your host team kevin aka marty from manitoba it sounds like uh sean aka it looks like almost everybody's here already we got in quick two fourths two fourths or one half if you want to be efficient ah yeah we'll reduce that yeah we're reducing it but Caleb's here too. He's he's three fourths. So we seventy five percent of the crew is here. My guess is Chili was distracted by not being in a car or a dog ran by his dorm or any random shiny object. He is like a goldfish or a raccoon. Caleb, you should come in this room and talk to us. Yeah, I don't know where what's are you going at? on over there? But are you are you in the basement, Caleb? <laughs> Can you not hear me? We can there hear you, you now. Go. Yeah. Oh, oh, as you pick up the headphones. Oh, can you not hear? That's weird. Can you not hear me? Because I wasn't <laughs> holding the, the microphone at all. It's weird. I have beats on, you asshole. I didn't move. Now, now you do. Now you do. You are correct. Now, now you, you do. do. I you took one of them off. No. no, you were nope. doing the. You sure you, didn't. <laughs> you were trying to do like the pro thing where you had like yep. one hanging behind your ear and it just didn't work. Yep. Yep. All right, you're doing it again right now, literally. Yeah. I'm not. That's the thing, though. I'm not. Okay, well, you're in the kitchen or something on speakerphone. Yeah. You're like not you're... talking into a microphone, I'll tell you that. Do I sound yeah. okay? Can you hear me? Are we good? You sound You sound. Yeah, cool. we can hear you fine because you're not in a separate room. Hey, you guys want to hear this pen I got for Christmas real quick before we get started? A pen? I'm actually, I'll send you a video of it because it's highly inappropriate, but it's really funny. It was a gag gift I got for Christmas. Yeah, send, send, send that in the group chat. Let's keep that off the airwaves. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Yeah, we're not going to do that. So. Um. Oh, Brent Davis is with us already. He's that is amazing. With it. And uh, Sean, I'm, I'm going to do tonight what I had talked about earlier. Um, at some point, as long as Brent yeah. can uh, can hang out for a little while. Brent, what's up, buddy? How's uh, how's Iowa treating you? What's the weather like? Well, uh, the rest of the listeners, all two of us. Oh, Brent's coming in. Yes. Mm. We're going to connect with him. Go on, guys. We're coming Wait. live. Brent, how are you? First time. What's up, boys? Yeah, yeah. long time yeah. listener, first time caller. Yeah. So usually what happens is when I when you guys are usually on, my wife's laying in bed next to me and I don't want to wake her up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I usually just listen and chat in, but I'm working right now. I'm at uh at my church working, trying to get this place closed up. I got about fifteen more minutes. So I figured I'd come in and see what you guys are up to. Well awesome. Well, awesome. We, uh, we, uh, we we appreciate you calling appreciate in. Appreciate you calling in. So what's 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 the topic tonight? Um, um, we're, we're, going to we're going to update our super contest standings. Uh, the Astros and Red Sox punishments that were uh, handed out kind of in back-to-back days. I want to touch a little bit on that. Uh, the legend of Joe Burrow, which continues oh. to grow. We're going to talk about that cat a little bit. Um, and and obviously, since we're all Bengals fans, except for you as a Bears fan, but you'll have you'll oh, have a take on that. Um. Chad Johnson, a former Bengal, is uh, got an XFL tryout as a kicker. We're going to talk about <laughs> that, which is awesome. Uh, we we'll have the Astros. Don't forget about the Astros. Yeah, no, we, and we'll yeah, probably we the Dodgers too, guys. Who's that? 
the Dodgers. Dodgers. Remember my Brent's curse? Brent's a Dodgers fan. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, the Dodgers, yeah. the Bears, and the Hawkeyes. Remember, I told you I was a curse. This oh, is true. Yeah. This is true. Right. Well, then he, um, he'll definitely. I'm just wanna... hoping that your curses for your teams will outweigh the curse that we all have endured as Bengals fans. Yes. Hey, man, I'm 28 years old, and I've never seen a Cincinnati sports team win a playoff game. So This is true. Yeah. Kentucky fan, though. Kentucky's won the title. I just think my teams choke it off at the very end. The Bears, you know, Super Bowl losing it, and the Dodgers losing it in the World Series. Yeah, it's terrible. How do you feel about that? Good for them. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about Cody Parkey and the double doink? Oh, God. Oof, that's rough. I can't. Mm. The, the double doink. Who's Somebody – I think Colin <coughs> said that on the air. I think that was his phrase. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not even a Bears fan, and it made me depressed, dude. I was like, yeah, that, that was uh, um, gruesome. Chili, Chili, nobody in this room is surprised that you have an extreme take on that. <laughs> well, it might have been because I had $100 in the game, but – that uh, That could be it. That could be it. Um, all right. So after divisional weekend, which is a really fun weekend uh, on the NFL calendar, it's one of my favorites. Um, we uh, the the super contest. I don't think there was any separation gained by anybody. Sean is currently in the lead. He's got uh, thirteen wins, nine losses, and a push. Uh, myself and Caleb are tied at twelve, ten, and one. And uh, Chilelli's at 10, 12, and 1. Now, there's only three games left that we are picking. So, Chilelli's got to use a little bit of uh, strategy to try to figure out uh, <laughs> to pick the opposite of everything that everybody else is going to pick. Uh, of weeks. Uh, Caleb and I got a little bit of work to do, uh, but with only three games left, it's going to be tough. Um, what was can I can the, I can I interject can I interject real quick? Yeah, for sure. Uh, anybody see that uh, Luke Keekley is retiring? Yeah, yes, actually, yes. we talked about that in our group chat when you were doing whatever you were doing. I didn't, before, I didn't see that. I did not see that. Yeah, crazy. Luke uh, Cincinnati's own Luke Keekley retiring. Yes, yeah. crazy. So Saint X, right? Was he Saint X? He or? was Saint X. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, he was, he'll he probably was, be. He'll probably join Rocky Boyman in the booth. I feel like um, Rocky does a Rocky does a good job, but I could see. I think he would be a good analyst. He's a. I really like talent. Rocky, dude. I really like Rocky, man. He's a, he's a really cool guy. I got to meet him a couple times, and Rocky's got a Super really, Bowl ring. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl with the Colts. Yeah, I mean, how's um, that? And Antonio Gates announced his retirement today. Mm. Also. Oh yeah. Oh, and Iowa's A.J. Espenza declares for the NFL draft. That's interesting. I'm glad you said NFL draft because I don't know what sport he plays. I was going to have to lean on Brent. (laughs) See, here's the deal. Um, Sports are a very bad thing of mine. As you can see, my teams are not ones that do very well. So I try to eliminate bad things. So I try not to watch sports anymore. Oh, there you go. That's so a bold I don't strategy. think I watched one Bears game this year. Uh, you didn't miss much. You, uh, I know. So that's why. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't waste my time, and I, and I didn't get angry. So it was 100% worth it. So um, I haven't I haven't been to any Iowa football games in the in quite a while. Uh, my dad, he uh, was he graduated from there, so he has season tickets. But 
He never gives me the tickets. Well, that's no, good. He'll take my brother or he'll take my nephew or whatever, but he doesn't, you know, ever take me up there. So I haven't been to a game for probably two or three years, but it's all right. It's not a big deal. It's not. Well, it's not I a can, as a uh, as a Bengals fan, um, I talking about wasting money. Um, <laughs> I have Bengals season tickets, and I went to one half of one game this year. Um, <laughs> But it, it wasn't, honest to God, it wasn't because they were bad. It's because I got a now 11-and-a-half-month-old son who I would rather hang out with him than, than go to watch the Bengals. You know, I've never been to a professional game. What? what I've never been say? to a professional football game. I've been really? to professional baseball, but never been to a professional football game. Yeah. You would enjoy well, it. It's a good atmosphere. It, it is, but uh, don't so come like to Cincinnati. Chicago is, is three hours from me. That's that's about, like, the that's the closest – Professional game far. to go to me to Green Bay, but I, I drove to go the, there. To I actually go to law school. I go to law school in Virginia, and I drove four and a half hours to go to well, four different Bengals games this year, and we lost on them, all of them. Oh. So it's impressive. Yeah, Chili, you weren't at the. You, you didn't go to the Jets game. No, the only win I seen was the Browns, and I was well, I was on break, so I didn't have to drive. So. Well, that's good. At least, at least you stopped going. So, yeah. you're hearing toilets flushing. I'm, I, 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 I'm maintenance here at this church. I'm not like going to the bathroom, so don't freak out. <laughs> that's all right. You, actually, you know what? I'm You'll fit right this in. Up. This is, this is my job. What I got to do to shut this place down? I got to. <laughs> you you <laughs> fit right like in on because the right last now. week, last week Caleb was watering cacti in his kitchen. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> None of I uh, tried something new. I put some grass seed in my yard. Uh, I, I'm expecting snow to come here. I was hoping that maybe I can get some grass before the spring. I don't know if it's going to work, but that's what I'm trying. Well, that's uh, cacti. That's, I mean, cacti can grow outside. You don't want to put that out there in the winter in, in the Midwest. It die, but very. Know. Does anybody know will that work? Is that like a total bust? Did I just waste a bunch of grass seed? Probably. I don't know. Uh, possibly. Sorry, I, really don't I have a quick Dave Portnoy tweet to read you guys. Um, okay, have at it. It says, Boston is literally the only city in the world where we get penalized for other cities cheating. Shame wow. on Houston for dragging us into their mess. And then hashtag wow. they, Lots hashtag of people feel really bad. Right. I'm, so I'm the sure Patriots we all never let air out of a football. They never looked at uh, playbooks with... Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Dave, I mean, Boston, the city of Boston has a lot of championships, but I think that the, the thing that they play the best is the victim. Yeah. That is – did you read that in a tweet? If not, you need nope. to tweet that. Nope. That's off the top of the head right there for you. That's a, that's a original right there. Because I'm surprised that Jimmy Johnson doesn't live in Boston. I'll tweet that for you. Jimmy Johnson just got into the Hall of Fame. There's, there's something we can talk about. Let's, oh, in true, fact, true. all right. We talked about the, the super contest. I want to share one little uh, anecdote, uh, if I can, quickly about uh, one of the <laughs> an important lesson in paying attention. So last week we do a little, uh, the four of us uh, hosts, we do a little uh, production meeting phone call before every episode. That sounds a lot fancier than it is, but normally we just get together and spew a lot of uh, uh, ideas for the show and a lot of foul language around, and then we go on the air live. 
Um, we um, we talked at at great length about uh, when we needed to make our picks for this past weekend's games and why we needed to make them at the same time in the group chat as to not uh, screw anybody. Jaleli uh, had a, a three; he was three games in the hole. Um, and if he, if we didn't make all of our picks at the same time, Chalele could have benefited by the rest of us making picks, or worse, he could have made his picks too soon and effectively eliminated himself. Well, uh, we talked about that, and we we left out the one remote possibility that someone would just flat out screw themselves. And uh, Chalele, we love you for being you, and you did it, buddy. We we didn't we didn't do what we should have done. None of us talked about. It. We could have talked about it and said, "Hey, Chili took the Packers. We should just all take the Packers." So no matter because that would have eliminated you. Um, That's true. But we didn't. We did it honestly. We picked uh, what we thought would happen. Uh, I'm proud of us for that. Integrity is a a big thing. All right, boys, for- I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up because I'm heading out. I'm gonna be driving. I don't do not want to get great, taken. Great having you. Uh, All right, Brent. When you guys usually come back on for your casts, um, how often do you yeah. guys go live? Uh, we try to we try to go once a week, um, but it's it's kind of sporadic with uh, with kids and work schedules and and things like that. So we usually try to send out. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter um, at uh, I think the Twitter handle is at bbvc, um, and we usually uh, throw a tweet out there when we're going to go live. Uh, actually, it's Please. at bad cleats at bad uh, c l e t e s bad cleats. That is our that is the official Twitter account of the bad beats and Velcro cleats podcast. Yeah. Oh, All right, boys. Well, have a good night. Uh, thanks for having me on. All right, thanks Blake, for having me, man. Have a good one. Thanks for stopping by. Yep. Bye. Bye bye. Okay. Um. Luke Keekley retired okay. and just gave a speech. Did you guys watch the speech? Uh, I saw the video. It was, okay. you know, he, Luke Keekley decided to go out in the same kind of way that he played. He was, uh, I don't want to say like uh, below the radar or fly under the radar kind of guy because he went to eight Pro Bowls in nine years, I think. Uh, yeah. But he was never he was like flashy. Yeah, he was never like brash or in your face or um, – you know, like you see, and linebacker is a position group where you don't get that. It's not like a diva wide yeah. receiver. I just remember we went to the Panthers game last year, and I remember he would just absolutely drill somebody on the Bengals, like Mixon, you know, whatever. Absolutely lay someone out and then pick them up and tell them nice jobs. Like, oh, that guy's got really good sportsmanship. That's cool. You don't he see does. that very often. <clears throat> he does. So. But also, most of the time, it's because he didn't know what in the hell planet he was on or what team he played for. He probably has CTE. Also, probably. something I would like to bring up is that's the only game that we've ever prayed before we did Yeah, so that's because we were in Charlotte. It was, yeah, they, I know. It there was, was a, yeah, that's God's country. They had, they, um, had a, they had a stadium prayer. And, I mean, I've been to a lot of stadiums. And yeah. That was a first <laughs> for me. But they had a prayer before the game? That was a thing? I don't remember that. I've been to Carolina. No, listen, wasn't that right around the time there was that uh, church shooting in Mecklenburg or whatever? No, that was after the game. That was, like, recently. No, 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 that wasn't in Charlotte. That was in South Carolina. That was in 
Oh, you talking yeah. about the United Methodist Church where the guy shot up the uh, crazy bowl cut guy shot up the black church? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, Dylan. Dylan. I don't want to say. Dylan Reef. Was yeah, it Dylan Reef? I don't remember. He was a psycho. He's, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I think that was after the fact. But no, I think they do that every game. I'm pretty sure they have like a like a they have like a preacher come out on the field and say a prayer. I was like, real. Oh, that's really surprising. And, um, uh, Caleb's going to kneel. Topically topically relevant, uh, as we're talking about the prayer before the game, somebody named Minister Anthony Walker has joined the live show. I don't know if this will be his cup of tea or not, but thanks for joining. Thanks for checking us out. Um, Okay, so we updated the Super Contest. Uh, Chalele decided to make his picks too early, and we did the right thing, uh, the rest of us. Um, Let's... So there's four teams left. There's four teams left in uh, in the NFL playoffs, and the owner of these teams for the uh, remember the first annual Bad Beats and Velcro Clets playoff draft, the Packers are owned by Caleb, uh, the 49ers are owned by Chili, and then the Titans and the Chiefs. Sean has the Titans, Caleb has the Chiefs. So if you're listening at home and keeping score, yes, I am eliminated. Because, again, I'm an idiot, and I didn't choose one of the teams that was on a bye uh, f- with my pick, uh, with any of my picks in the draft. So um, how, how are we feeling? Uh, and those games, obviously, it's just who continues. So what do we think? What are we looking at right now? Who, uh, Super Bowl matchup. Caleb, we know you're going to say Packers-Chiefs. <laughs> I'm going to say Niners-Titans. I know yeah. it sounds crazy. But I don't know. Actually, probably like the Chiefs will probably win by thirty. But I, I think it would be cool to see a Niners Titans Super Bowl. But I definitely think the winner of the Super Bowl is definitely going to be the winner of the Niners Packers game. That's what I. That's what I feel like. So. And I think I. So I bet. I think it's going to be the Chiefs and the Forty ers that win the games this weekend. Um, they're both more than a touchdown favorite currently. I checked on Bovada right before we went on the air. Um, and it's uh, the line. I'm sorry. The line in both games, I'm sorry, is seven and a half. Uh, which is, you know, how we feel about these big lines. It's just a lot of points in an NFL playoff game. But I, I do think both home teams uh, hold court and went outright. I uh, spreads. I, I I can't can't discuss too much because I can't tip my hand uh, for the super contest. Um, yeah. What are you guys' thoughts on just outright winners of the games this weekend? Where are we leaning? I mean, obviously, I have a heavy Titans bias, so I'm going to so go, go Titans. pick the least favorite in team. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, they beat the Patriots and the Ravens. I'm pretty they sure did. they weren't the favorite in either one of those games. <laughs> Honestly, they, like they I did. want the Niners to win for the Super Contest, but I think the Packers are going to win, and I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think let's hope so, baby. No. Okay. So, Caleb, let's pretend that does happen. Let's pretend the Super Bowl is going to be Packers. Where do you hedge? Where do you hedge? Well, who are you putting the money on? Wait, how do I hedge? Why would I have to hedge? I have both of them. I win. Yeah, but you said early on that if you had both teams in the Super Bowl, I think the quote, we can run the tape back. I think the quote was, I'm definitely going to put the money on one of those teams. Yeah. On one of my teams, so you're good. Yeah. You got. You got to. Oh clear. yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. Like I gotta bet them on it. Yeah, I did forget about that, but that's fine. I, 
It's your guys' money. I'll put it wherever. Um, if uh, if they make it, the, the Chiefs are one point <laughs> favorites. If the yeah, they're one point favorites. If they play the Niners, they're also one point favorites. If the but, Packers play the Titans, they're four point favorites. And then obviously, if they don't make it, I, I don't well, know. It was, it was no just based. Who. No, it's just based off Niners. Or, I mean, Packers, Chiefs, your Super Packers, Bowl. Chiefs. Correct. Your Super Bowl. Your Super Bowl. Packers, Chiefs. Who are you putting the money on? Chiefs. Thank you. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd probably do the same thing. Yeah. He's already got money on Chiefs. Jackson's already there. Is, does anybody give the, the Titans an, an actual chance, Sean, yep. with your yep. Recent, yep. recency bias aside? I don't think so. I just think the Chiefs are too good, man. They are, man. I mean, they're going to score 60 points. But the thing about the Titans that no one's talking about is their secondary. Their secondary looked killer. They were insane. But I don't think the Chiefs just have too many weapons, you know? So it's like, no, I still think Derrick Henry gets over 100 rushing yards probably, but I, I still Well, sure, the guy's gone for 180-plus in three straight games. Right, playoff games. That guy, that guy, how so, tall is he? Too tall. Not very tall. He, not, Chili, are you high? No, he he's, is very tall. He oh, is no, you're right. Tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's like six something. Yeah, you're right. He made Mark yeah. Ingram look like a middle schooler. He really yeah. did. And all those pictures of the two of them standing next to each other, that's that's kind of what I was like referencing Which is in weird my mind. Because generally, running backs are like 5'9, right? They're usually shorter. Yeah, like. they're little, I mean, they're all built he's like Mark six, Ingram. 6'3, 238. Okay. That's not that tall, though. That's not like. For a running back? (laughs) Well, for a running back, yeah, but for like a normal human, it's not like. And guess what he is? A running back. Yeah, and guess what? The average height for an American male is five foot nine and a quarter. So, yeah, he's tall. It's crazy. Wow. I guess I'm I'm taller than the average American. That's weird. Hmm. Eddie George is 6'3. Get out of here. I'm like 5'11, I believe. Sean, we know you're tall. Caleb, how tall are you? He's probably close to me, I feel like. No, I feel like all three of us. Oh, shit. I came in here to unmute myself, and I was already unmuted. Wow. Um, I'm like 5'10", maybe 5'9". Yeah. I was going to go 5'9", on Caleb. I feel like me, Chili, and Caleb were like right about a, the same height. Yeah, the last time I was at a doctor, they said that I was 5'10". But everyone says I lie when I say that. So, yeah. like, I don't I say 5'9", even though the last time I was at the doctor, he said 5'10". So. All right, well, here's, here's <laughs> one for you. Up. He thought a, you were a sad. Gentleman, a gentleman <laughs> that Sean and I work with who, if I am standing flat-footed and so is he, the tips of our noses will line up exactly. Um, his driver's license says he is six feet tall because you can put whatever you want on your driver's license. <laughs> but I am not six there. feet tall. No, I don't think I am not six feet tall. Um, okay, let's uh, let's let's take a take a turn off this road. Does anybody think that what the punishment that was handed to the Astros was too soft, too hard, just right? I like the penalty. Uh, the one, the only thing I would add to it um, is I would add a uh, one-year 
playoff ineligibility. Yeah, I would rather have the playoff in it. Because they, cir- they circumvented two of the penalties by firing the GM and the coach. Yeah, like they yeah. got suspended for the year. They're like, cool. Yeah, we're done with them. Next. Like, okay, well, right. all right. Well, I mean, I guess we'll still take the five mil and uh, your draft picks. But I think it should be I a feel year. Like the draft picks don't really matter that much, though. You yeah, know what I mean? Not, not so big a deal. It's not like NFL draft picks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, they can be. Like, you can, yeah, you can definitely well, build your team up with your system, but you can. I mean, it's, but it's, it's, it takes a lot longer and it's a lot more difficult. You got to have a really good, you know, like system all around. Make them play but, for nothing, and then a bunch of players won't even want to play there because there's no point in playing when you're playing for nothing. So they'll want to leave. True. It's yeah. Nice little trickle down effect. It's weird. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I would I would have rather seen a like one year postseason ban instead of like you know draft picks. Probably I feel like that would have been more fair, oh, more fair of a shape. But I'll tell you what, though, did you guys hear Pete Rose today talking about this? He's the last um, person I want to hear. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the thing. Uh, I was always a big supporter. Like I always reinstate Pete. And then, like, they wanted me to charge $100 to shake his hand in Las Vegas and wanted to charge me $6,000 to go out to dinner. And I had to pay for the dinner. I was like, yeah, I'm good. You know, like, he actually is a terrible person. <laughs> so, but Pete Rose sick. is an awful person. Oh, yeah. he's a bad guy. Yeah. I think he's good-hearted. I just nope. think he has such – I don't know, man. I think he has a good heart. I just think he's a such bad gambling problem. And he's you in think? so much trouble. Yeah, but – it's like not fun anymore. So, um, talking about the punishments, me and me and Sean were at work the other day, and I stumbled upon this tweet, and I'm trying to find it. I stumbled upon this tweet where it was yeah. uh, somebody said, "Let's think of some unusual ways to punish the Astros," and there were some really, really good ones in there. Um, and I can't, I can't find. Um, the, the tweet, so I'm just going to do these from memory as best I can. One of them, the one that I liked the best, was the Astros should have to play the entire game with wet socks. <laughs> and, and it was it was to ensure that they were playing with wet socks, there was a bucket of water at the top. Yeah, of the step step in the bucket. Yep. And every player <laughs> had to step in and out of the bucket before coming onto the field. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that one was really good. There was another one that said all the players had to wear AirPods, and the only noise being played through the AirPods was the sound of somebody beating the shit out of a trash can. <laughs> <laughs> that is also very good. <laughs> yeah, that that was a good one. Um, there was. Uh, there was another one that said they had to play. They, the first baseman had to be replaced by a trash can, and in order to get somebody out, the baseball thrown to first had to hit the trash can and make a bang noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's good too. There, there were some uh, really, really good ones, and I'm so mad that I can't find this right now. Um, we have to keep the Eighth Amendment in mind here, you guys. Can't be too harsh. Can't be too mean. We got to keep what in mind. The Eighth Amendment <laughs> to the Constitution—it's cruel and unusual punishment. Oh, cruel and unusual punishment, of course. No, I, yeah, it should yeah. be, but like, right. <laughs> actually, not so much cruel, but uh, unusual. Like, yeah, they should have to sign 
The Astros should have to sign Matt Kemp, and he's got to be the starting left fielder every day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, they go off and probably bat 360, though, if that, that were the case. So, oh, rude boy. He's getting consistent at bats. <laughs> yeah. He would he would finally get some abs without breaking his ribs. And Sean, good good uh, good shout out to uh, Riri with the uh, with the rude boy comment. I like it a lot. <clears throat> should so should Alex Cora have lost his job at the Red Sox? He should have never got it to begin with. Agreed. Yeah, you're boom. Really, Chilelli, you yeah. have that take? Yeah. <laughs> Chilelli thinks the only reason that he should have been hired is so that he could have been fired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he got the job because I'm gladder that he lost the job. Yeah. The better question so, dude, is who do the Red Sox bring in now? I think the best question oh. is who do the Astros bring in? So the, Big oh, copy. The Astros. I think, I think the job in Boston is going to be more coveted. Astros, now yeah, they got to deal so, with dude. this shit. Boston just lost a coach because he was a shitbag. Like, they didn't do anything. Well, at least that they know of yet. Yeah, they're probably all in it's on a it. big difference in the two jobs. Boston I think Kurt Schilling. More coveted job right now. I think Kurt Schilling should manage the Red Sox. And I think the Astros should be forced to hire somebody awful. Like Freddie Kitchens or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's just as qualified. He's just as qualified for that job as the one he most recently got fired from. That's true. That's very true. That a fact. Yeah. Or, uh, who's the guy that was the manager of the Jets for a long time? Uh, that's who they should put in there. I forget. Really bad. Bad deal. Man, like general manager? Yeah. Mike Tannenbaum? No. Like, after the Mark Chance. Remember how, like, the Jets were, like, Pretty good until the Mark Sanchez butt fumble, and then everything just imploded because I got a VGM. You, you had a Jets hat. I had a Jets hat because they beat the Patriots, and I won a lot of money off it. I was really excited, so I bought a Jets hat with some of those proceeds. <laughs> so, you know, true or false? Like, true or false? That was a Jets trucker hat. Uh, no, it wasn't false. a flat bill. I don't think false. Yeah, it wasn't a trucker hat. I don't think it was a flat bill. Actually, it was a it flat bill. Actually, I think it was, was the draft that day hat. That year. After that year. It yeah. was yes, yeah. it was the it was the draft because I had the same hat that was a Bengals hat. In October, the white parts were pink. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I had the same hat that was a Bengals, but someone stole it. So, are you referring to Rex Ryan? No, and he said general manager. Yeah, no, oh, Mister General Manager, and he begrudging, <laughs> begrudgingly said yes. No, no. Not Rex Ryan, Mr. Foot Fetish. That is hilarious that Rex Ryan likes feet, though. I just, that's so funny. Hey, we don't, I mean, I don't, we don't pinch shame here on the Bad Beats and Velcro's oh, podcast. Sorry for anybody out there that's got a foot thing. My so, bad. Is there, is there a person <laughs> who more, who looks more like they would have a foot fetish than Rex Ryan? <laughs> um, yes, I mean, there is. Not, I, not counting Rob Ryan, not counting Troy Ryan. Aikman. I'm how going Troy times, Aikman. How many times have you met? Oh, like, <laughs> like, I'm not into that stuff. Um, I, I've seen a guy today that would definitely qualify. Well, unfortunately, see. we're not we're not talking about random dudes pumping gas at the Clark Station. <laughs> no, whatever no, no, city no. in Virginia you're in, I'm talking <laughs> about. Like, Celebrities. 
You guys know celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll send you this guy's picture. On the, it's pretty funny. No, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, you probably don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> but do we think? Do, do we think anything's going to happen to Carlos Beltran? I don't know, man. Because that's like they didn't. It's funny how they didn't. No player, no individual player was punished. And Manfred said that he did that for a reason because it wasn't. It was the whole team. It wasn't just one player. So I don't think he will. I think it'll just be like one of them scandal situations, you know, where he'll just be tainted. He'll have an asterisk next to his name forever, you know. But here's the thing. Here's why. Here's why Manfred can't punish a player, and it doesn't have anything to do with what he said. What he said was just lip service. He can't punish a player because the MLBPA would never allow it. Yeah, probably not. It'd be a huge lawsuit. It'd, it'd be a gigantic lawsuit because you would have to prove that one player, you'd have to quantify somehow the competitive edge that they gained, and then there could just there could be a suit for lost wages and all kinds of shit. So that, it'll, yeah, it's just never going to happen. That's true, yeah. But that's the thing. That's why I don't think Beltran will get any punishment out of the deal. Now, Beltran was in management, possibly, but he was playing, so... Yeah. yeah, and the rumor is that he was the one that's like it was his idea is something that I overheard today. They would have to prove that though. Correct. Which um, would be really difficult to do. The the owner of the Astros, um Caleb, you're right. The the Red Sox job is the more coveted job, probably. The owner of the Astros, uh, he's only ever hired one GM, and it was the dude that just got whacked. Um I think that's the job. That the, the most desirable job out of all of them, but I don't know enough about um about uh, available major league baseball general managers <laughs> like Jim Bowden, who managed the Reds and drug them into the ground. Is he going to go get a gig? I know my GM ain't going nowhere. Your GM's going to meet with Carlos Beltran next week to see what the best way to does come back. I hope he comes back. Bring him back. I was going to say that before. Bring him on back. We'd love to have him. Come on down to the Bronx, Carlos. I heard a really cool story uh, today. Matt Holliday was on with Golik and Wingo. And he was talking about how in that 2017 season, he was a free agent, and it was the first time in a while he had been a free agent. And he told um, his agent, that uh, he wanted to sign with the Astros. The Astros training camp was in Palm Beach, which was real close to his house, so he could stay at his house for another six weeks. So a representative from the Astros reached out and said, hey, look, here's what we want to offer you. And he told his agent, who I think his agent is Scott Boris, he told his agent, you know, negotiate with them some more, see if we can get X, Y, or Z out of this. Um, And after a couple of days, uh, Matt Holliday called his agent back and said, you know what? Just accept the deal. I, I, you know, I want to get to camp. I, I, I want to, I want to get this behind me. So when Scott Boris called, uh, he couldn't get a hold of anybody at uh, at the Astros. So it was like one thirty in the morning. Holiday said, and he got a phone call from Boris. And Holiday was like, oh, "Okay, cool. He's going to tell me that I'm a member of the Astros now, and when I need to report and where I need to go to sign a contract." And Boris goes, "Hey, the Astros pulled their offer off the table." 
they're going a different direction. They're signing <coughs> Carlos Beltran. So they ended up signing Carlos Beltran. Well, we all know that Matt Holliday signed with the Yankees then, and he was on that Yankees roster in 17, and uh, the Astros had that th- – uh, the Yankees had the 3-2 lead in the ALCS, and the Astros came back and won. Um, so they asked <laughs> Matt Holliday – um, was it obvious to you or was it talked about that there was something going on with the Astros? And I really, really, really expected him to take the bait and take the low-hanging fruit and uh, talk about how, yeah, definitely for sure. But he totally took the high road and he was like, no, you couldn't really tell. I mean, we couldn't hear the banging on the trash can and we didn't really notice anything. Obviously, it's a talented bunch of guys over there. Um but I was just I was kind of surprised that he took the high road. I never expect the high road to be taken from anyone in a Yankees uniform ever. Hey, let me tell you something. As a Yankee fan, I wouldn't have. I'd have I know you wouldn't right have. <laughs> well, I'm basing, we'll I'm basing my opinion of Yankees people off of you not taking the high road in that but situation. Yeah I, heard, yeah, I heard the trash can. It was clear as day. It sounded like Nick Cannon over there banging that thing. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's – I mean, because that's something you can't, like, even if you did straight lie about it, it would be really difficult to prove that you straight lied about it. You know what I mean? So, um, I mean, maybe you guys... just don't document it in, I don't know, your documentary for the championship. Maybe cut that's, that part yeah, out. Yeah, maybe maybe leave that so. part out. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just saw a tweet. Uh, actually, I, I saw it earlier, and I'm reminded of it. So LSU's passing game coordinator, Joe Brady, is going to be the Panthers' offensive coordinator. Yeah. So he he's leaving LSU. So I guess LSU is going to return to being bad uh, next year. Um, but we don't really care because we're gonna we're gonna um, reap the uh, benefits of the greatest college football season ever quarterbacked. By, uh, by a, a college athlete in Joe Burrow. Did you guys you guys watch the championship game last night? I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Um, oh, that's right, because we were we were uh, chatting during it. Uh, I got a question for Caleb and for Chilelli. Um, why were you so heavily on Clemson? I don't I don't follow college football. I didn't have an opinion. I didn't have a betting opinion. I only wanted LSU to win the game. I didn't really care about the line or anything. But why were you guys so heavily on Clemson? Well, I like them because, first of all, they're plus 190, which is ridiculous. And they haven't, you know, they, they've, lost, they've won every game and they've gone down in the rankings, which shouldn't make any sense. And, I mean, you know, they, Trevor Lawrence is incredible, except for the 15 passes that he ever threw last night, of course. But up until that point, he looked good. And, you know, it was like, is Oklahoma that bad or is LSU that good? And I was like, willing to take the risk. I mean, I lost a lot of money, but I was still like, it was kind of worth it, the risk, you know. I mean, because one of them deals, man, it just happens like that sometimes. Um, but LSU is no joke. They're the real deal. They proved me wrong. So, and I, I was the first time I lost a bunch of money, and I was kind of happy about it. I'm like, oh, well, you know, go burn it, baby. Caleb, what was your reasoning? Well, I wasn't fucking happy about losing money. I'll tell you that. That was not my <laughs> first thought. So, I don't know what kind of sick world you live in where you think it's cool to drop. Especially, you guys saw how much I had on that game. <laughs> like, 
day. That was not cool. I had a hard time falling asleep last night. That was one of the worst <laughs> betting days of my life. I lost the first half. I lost the second half. I lost the total. And I convinced my cousin to take my bet because I was talking to him about Chili's bet, about ETNs over under. And he goes, man, I would have taken your... He goes, I would have taken your prop bet. And I'm like, sure, I'll throw 100 on it. So I lost another 120 on fucking Chilelli's bet. I should have never listened to that stupid son of a bitch. And it wasn't even with my bookie. It was with my cousin because my bookie wouldn't take the bet. So I had to I had to put it in with him. And I so I had to pay him today, unfortunately. But, yeah, I lost everything, which is crazy because I killed it this weekend on NFL, as you guys saw. But lost it all back to exactly where I was before the weekend started. Maybe down like 70 bucks. That's not bad, though, because you got – that's one thing that – one of the reasons why I'm getting excited for um, the a local sports book, more local than the one that's the most local at the moment uh, to open up, is <coughs> the yes. – um, yeah, at, w- when Hard Rock opens, I just I'm, – I'm excited about – Sitting at the sports book on an NFL Sunday and watching games there um, with all the different, I, I just I miss having action on on every game of the NFL weekend or at least every time slot of the NFL weekend. I miss the NFL full schedule weekends. That's what I miss. I know we're only two weeks removed, but I do miss it. I feel like it'll change the uh, um, are the, we gonna the style of betting as well? Like sitting there watching it, I feel like betting on something. Like Bavada, like you almost go for the long shots because it's like, you know, if I'm going to withdraw, I'm going to make sure it's worth something, you know, but it wouldn't be anything to be watching the game and just be like, yeah, I'm just going to throw 20 on this game, 20 on that one, 50 on that one, just money line, you know, end up making 100 bucks, you know, not something you really do on there, though. Yeah, it's true. It's because it is a pain in the ass to um, to withdraw. A lot safer bets. Correct. Correct. Um we, um, I think we're, we're trying to make plan. Chilelli, I don't know if you probably won't be available, but Caleb and Sean, are we going to try sometime before the Super Bowl to like get over to Lawrenceburg to do some, uh, to throw some props or maybe sit down at the blackjack table for a little bit and, and, and hang out? Are we going to try to do that? Yeah, I'm absolutely down. I mean, I'm not doing a Vegas trip in February and not doing one until like the middle of March, so. I mean, I think I need to blow a little bit of money somewhere in there, and well, you gotta wet your whistle. Don't. You gotta, you don't want to forget how to bet, right? Like, what if it's changed or something? What if they change the rules of blackjack? <laughs> right. It's always, it's always every, a risk. Every table is six to five, which that's my least favorite thing about the strip. And I did want to bring a small point to that at yeah. one of the podcasts before. Uh, before Vegas, not that it has to be this one, but since we're on it, I think that all of our serious gambling should be taking place downtown, where yeah, the tables I are agree. three to two and the minimums are five and ten dollars, and they I have agree with that. Single zero, zero roulette. Like, I just know that the strip is going to be absolutely insane. The strip's going to be nuts. Here's, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the air, but I'm genuinely. Really, really excited for the Thursday night of the first round of the draft in Vegas. Um, Minimums are going to be dumb. Ubers are going to be expensive if that's the way you choose to get around. No, no, we're going to have to walk. I'm not taking an Uber that night. 
the city is going to be the city's going to be buzzing, and I think I think it's going to be really really cool, especially for us as Bengals fans. Bengals got the first pick, so obviously we're going to get you know there's going to be oh, a lot that's, of that's <laughs> a lot of me. adrenaline, one way or another, good or bad. Um, there's going to be a lot that, that happens. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You okay? I'm, I'm sorry. It sounds like someone's pouring water. Like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, there's I'm, that tonka water again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something. Sorry. <laughs> this is, <laughs> again, this is an amateur podcast, everyone. We're not paid professionals, at least not yet. Maybe one day we'll get monetized. And, uh, no, I, I doubt it. Having, I doubt I it. Then quickly. You guys are relieved your nope. coffee pot. Moving on. Moving on. I was rinsing it out. Yeah, moving, on. moving on. Anyway, All right, let's go. Anyway, back to Vegas. Um, so we're going to be at the draft long enough for the Bengals to make their pick, uh, have whatever fun we're going to have there, and then we're going to trickle out and go to the casinos or wherever. But then as all the other fans, like Redskins, the Redskins are going to pick second. I imagine that Redskins fans are probably going to do the same thing. They'll stick around for the Redskins pick, and then they'll get out. I just think by the end of the night, by like 10, 30, 11 o'clock um, that night, the, the every place is just going to be packed. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Chili, are you going for sure for the draft? Do you know yet? I don't know. Uh, I haven't. Probably not. Possibly. Um, <laughs> Hang on. Yeah, what in the hell kind of answer know. is that? Probably <laughs> not. Possibly. Are, no, hang on. Are you going? Yeah, I don't know yet. Probably not, but possibly. That's, yeah, yeah cool. that's fair. Yeah, maybe. That's fair. I need to shake my magic eight ball. I feel like yeah. I need to give it. That's, you know what? <clears throat> that, that sounds like the way you would decide on, on things like this. Or, like, yeah. should I go to law school? What do you say? <laughs> Is that how you decided? To, actually, that's a, that's, we'll do a different podcast for that later. Fortune cookie. Unfortunately, yeah. I like um, Tad Johnson. Tad Johnson made some news today because oh, yeah. he was invited. I think I don't know how much soliciting he did of Houston's XFL team, but <coughs> he uh, he was invited. I understand to try out to be the kicker for yep. the Houston whatever the hell their name is going to be. Mud Dogs. Is it? I don't think it's the the Mud Dogs won the Bourbon Bowl <laughs> after Bobby. <Boucher laughs> It's actually Ed Orgeron, his former friend. So, um, do we think Chad asked them, or do we think he was genuinely asked? I think he definitely asked them. He can drill them, though. I've seen videos of him making field goals. For he he kicked an extra Patriots in the preseason. Yeah, he kicked an extra yeah. point in the Bengals preseason game. That's true. Now, it was just an extra point, and it was when the extra points were a whole lot shorter than they are now. Yeah, but still, yeah. But he's uh, an avid soccer player. Didn't he play, like, with some – there's, like, 7,000 for – the, For the sporting KC. Yeah, Kansas City Royals or whatever, wasn't it? That's a baseball team, Chili. <laughs> or the, you know what I- <laughs> he didn't you know what I ki- He wasn't the kicker for the Kansas City He's the City kicker for the Royals. <laughs> He kicked them into the World Series on one year. <laughs> Never yeah, changed. He kicked the Never trash can. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was, out there, he was out there kicking free throws. Never well, <laughs> with his no, basketball very, helmet on. Very, very confused <laughs> right now. 
that's just you know, Chili. There's there's somebody there's somebody that that Sean and I work with that I I like to describe as the feather at the beginning of Forrest Gump that just kind of floats <laughs> through life. I actually, yeah. I actually think that description works for you. Someone called me Forrest Gump not too long ago because like. You know that uh, you know his IQ was like subroom temperature. A million. No, it wasn't. No, it was million. not. I think you're thinking autistic. of Rain Man. No, 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 no. They both have autism. And... Okay, so no. Have you seen Forrest Gump? Yes, of course. Okay, when young Forrest is trying to go into school, when mama decides to bang his way into school, he oh, okay. they show they show a chart and it's like this little graph and it's like most of our I students remember. are over here. Your son is over here. That IQ, I am fairly certain it said like 74. Yeah, pretty low, yeah. Your mama sure um, do care about your education, boy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> no, so why did, so, why did somebody call you Forrest Gump and why are you happy about it? Strangely happy. <laughs> because it was like, it was the context. It was, uh... I like posted a picture with uh, Mike Pence... And uh, somebody's like, I swear to God, you're Forrest Gump in real life. He's like, you're just a dumbass, and you just, like, have all these encounters. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you know, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was something I don't. else. <laughs> I learned something new about Chili just about every day. And every single time, I'd like to say it surprises me. But it always just checks the box. Like, yeah, of course that's a thing. Um, <laughs> Joe, I want to talk a little bit about Joe, Joe Burrow real quick, and then I want Sean to share uh, a story about a roulette strategy that he overheard. Ooh, very bold strategy. It's a very bold strategy, but first I want to touch on Joe Burrow. We talked about him a little bit earlier. Um, it's obvious to everyone with eyes that that's who the Bengals need to draft. We all agree with that, yes? Yes. No, Chase Young, yeah, just kidding. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah, are do, there any do we? Do we, do we all think that that's actually what the Bengals are going to do? Do we? Think I think we need another tight draft? end. I think we need a tight end. But just kidding. Of course you're kidding. Um, do we? So Joe Burrow just got just came off of the the greatest season in college football history for a quarterback, and that's not that's not a thought of mine. That's what a lot of people are saying. What do you end up throwing for? Sixty touchdowns. All-time record. Yeah. He broke Colt Brennan's record. Uh, the one thing that's got me a little nervous: uh, Colt Brennan, uh, NFL, not no translation of success. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. But Colt Brennan also played college football at Hawaii. So, so yeah. I feel like they were different touchdowns. They weren't Rainbow Warriors, baby. <laughs> these, hey Kevin, do they use a different like measuring system in Hawaii, or is it still like feet? Is it, is it like meters over there? You know they don't measure football in feet in America, right? <laughs> you know, I'm in yards, but like instead of yards, they use like cubic meters or something crazy. Is that how it is in Hawaii? No, just because they're non-contiguous, it is still a it is still a, a United States. So no, it's yards. Okay, so it's yards. I would have gone with non-continental. So that's a lot better. Ooh, that's fancy. <laughs> I mean, look, sometimes you got to break out the big words. Yeah. Um, how many? Technically, uh, mine was bigger, but it would have been incorrect. Uh, I think I, I think those words are uh, um, synonymous. I, I think you could use either one. Mm -hmm. 
Sorry for, the, sorry for the sniffle there. It is approximately 52 degrees. Oh, also, shout out to Headquarters Basement Bar. I think they did not pay the Duke Ooh, energy. Late out. It is. Late shout. Yeah. Reason in here right now. and uh, I'm protesting um, my power company right now. They, uh, they, they jacked Lally, my rate up a, on me. Well, you live in a dorm. It's I live out. in a dorm. <laughs> <laughs> the dorms don't have $200 a month electric bills. So, okay. your apartment. Riddle me this, and you know I like to keep it comfortable. I'm not gonna lie, but like 85, <laughs> right? Uh, where are you? The South Beach? We're about 78 right now. You know what? Like yeah. <laughs> are you broiling meatballs? No, but I have like my AC sauna. and my heat on at the same like time. A sauna. So <laughs> get your AC and heat on at the same time, dude. It makes me feel awesome. But I feel that's like impossible. I'm in Hawaii. You can't do that. You can't, you can't do that's not yeah, how yes, yeah, work. yeah, yes, yes, yes. I have a Oh I guess window. when you have a window unit. Yep, there yes. it is. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Baseboard oh. heat dog. <laughs> how how yep. old is your dorm? <laughs> uh, You're gonna make a tornado. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually pretty, coming in from the west. <laughs> you know, that's funny. It's actually pretty new, but he is in the process of installing like HVAC, but hasn't yet. So, like the equipment is here; it's just not installed. So, we're just um, waiting on that to happen. I can't, I can't deal with you with your. I'm, I'm. You're, you're probably like people that we all know. Dead of winter, driving the car, heat on full blast with the fan as high as it'll go. Wind is Wind down. down heat sun is open. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. Yes. No, I actually don't do that. Climate control, keep it at the same temperature. No way. So, but you yeah. keep your car the same temperature, but you have both the heat and the air on it. Right. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to believe right now. You guys know what homeostasis <laughs> is? You know what that what? is? I did you know when what? I was Homeo- in high school. There you go. That's what I'm tre- that's what I'm trying to achieve here, dog. So homeostasis? Yeah. Just like a perfect balance. Is that like keto? Kind of, like- yeah. It's pretty scientific, yeah. We'll get into it, but yeah, yeah. Oh, good. That's actually the science episode of the podcast isn't until episode ten. So, oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. We're gonna try to keep it off until then. That while I'm sleeping. Yeah, that'll be. We'll do that one on the plane back from Vegas. Chili, take us serious. Serious question. Serious Uh, question. (laughs) What? How many wins are the Reds gonna get this year? Ninety. Ninety. Yeah. I've said ninety from jump, man. And according to um, Matt Vaskersian, he also said 90. 90 and 72 was his prediction. But is 90 enough to win the division? I think 90, I think 90 wins the division. Because here, here's what you got to remember. Not if the Cardinals trade for Arenado. That is true. so far away from happening. They are in talks, but everything that I'm reading says that that is just it's a lot. It's a lot closer than any other team is getting to it, and I do not want them to have Goldschmidt and Arenado. Yeah, that's a disaster. Even yeah, with a mediocre the pitching if, staff. If the Reds win 90, that's taking wins away from the Cardinals, the Cubs, the Brewers. Right. Don't forget so about Pirates. Every, everybody in the division can't freaking win 90. I, th- I think True. the Pirates finish in last. Agreed. I mean, the Reds got the best rotation in the center. The Reds have one of the best rotations in baseball. They got three number ones. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they could win 100. I'll take the over, over 90. I'll take that bet. 
Okay. Sorry. How much? Hundred. Sure. Okay, we'll do it. It's a deal. So we're setting we're setting the over under at 90, 90, 90 and a half. Let's, let's say ninety and a half. Yeah, I'll, I'll go over ninety and a half. We'll do that. All right, I'll go under. Okay. Okay. Anybody else want in on this? On what? Uh, the Reds over under. Uh, Chilelli and I have set the over under at ninety and a half. Chili's taking the over. I'm taking the under. That sounds like a smart bet. Which one? Under. Yeah, I'm taking the under. Well, yeah, the actual odds are eighty six and a half. So, Caleb, are you there? Did you leave the room again? Can you hear me? I can hear you yeah, now. Where, where, where are you at on this one? Uh, well, I'm just um, gonna say under. Vegas is Vegas is at eighty six and a half. So Chalelli just gave away four wins for free. So that's All right. good wagering. I gotta be honest. I'd be. I would gladly pay out. I will gladly pay out this bet if the Reds uh, win ninety one or more games. Yeah, I mean, I would agree, but I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen. But you could just gotten better odds, Chili. That's all. Yeah, Wait, am I, am I in on this bet too, or no? You, you can though. be. Chili, I would like in on this bet as well. Ooh, Unless you don't want the action. I just told him that he can get it better at MGM. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, you. Hey, hey, Caleb, unless you're trying to get in on the bet, you keep your opinion to yourself. You stand next to the window at sports books and try and give people advice? Is that what you do? Ooh, ooh, I don't know. I don't know about the Titans this week, Chief. Uh, Hang on. What, 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 was your, what was your question, Sean? If he stood by the window of sports book. Giving advice. <laughs> that's a that's a burn. That's uh yeah, it's brutal. Turns oh. out, uh, turns out one of the effects on my soundboard here says O, and I was like, oh, that's gonna be that one. But check out what happens nope. when I click the O button. You ready? Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Sounds like one of someone's child. No, no like neither one, neither of our kids are talking yet. Um, all right, okay. Sean, we have uh, <clears throat> about two, two to 12 minutes um, to discuss this very, very interesting roulette strategy that you overheard uh, the other day. So I'd like you to, uh, to take the lead and share it with the, uh, the listeners and uh, the rest of your team here. Before you do it real quick, I just want to get in for just a second and uh, mention the group poll. I'm going to try to advertise it on uh, Facebook as well, too, but I legit think we can get 20 people and do 20 $50 spins at a high-limit slot. And I, I, I mean, I think it's a good time. I think there's a pretty good chance something could happen. Hey, you know, it um, actually happens. Kevin's a witness. It's happened. Yeah. Um, well, I, um, so, I mean, I think we could get $1,000 in there. I mean, here's the thing. Like like I said, I um, – I'll I'll do whatever. I, I think that's fun. It'll be exciting, and it'll be a way to pass uh, a little bit of time. But uh, we one thing we need to make sure we're doing is playing max credits, max lines. Right. Whatever we have to play to make sure, like if it if it's a fifty dollars spin, we will. If if we have to play. 20 a quarter but max bet whatever it is we want to pay the most so we'll max bet it we'll go to a machine that if we want to play 50 dollars a spin max bet okay. will be on that yeah okay I'm in agreement. Right. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think and we it can. Doesn't uh, have to be twenty. I think we can at least get ten easily. Sure, um, sure. I mean, with, yeah. I mean, just the people that I that are going on our plane ride should be able to go. Um, how many How many people do we know that are on that flight? Um. So, two of the people that are with the Bengal gyms before the roar tailgate is uh gonna be that like they're taking one of my cheaper hotels. Um, so they're going to be on that flight. Sounds I know like a Rob long way to count. What? <laughs> Sounds like a long way to count the people. Oh yeah. yeah. So so far so far we're up to that. two. <laughs> Rob's just, girlfriend. Just give us a us give us a four. Yeah, give us no, an. Is it his girlfriend? Is it his girlfriend or is it that one girl? Caleb? Are there going to be his, ten? His. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, I know that the uh, front row, uh, Ken and Jenny, are going to want to do it. Um, Captain Obvious and his wife already said that they would want to do it. Um, Jim is definitely doing it. I think we have at least ten. I mean, I think that there's easily ten, but probably closer to twenty if we wanted to do it. But I think it would be a good time. Um, but All I right. want to hear this roulette strategy, and does it work on single zero roulette table? Um, I here to not ever. I am going to tell you that it will work equally, regardless of what roulette table you're playing at, and how many, whether it's single, double, or triple zero, it will work exactly the same. So, Sean, take it away. So I, I overheard somebody. Yeah, it's one of those things you just hear certain buzzwords and your ears kind of chime in. So, heard these people talking about uh, roulette. Um, so I, I listened in and, uh, the person said, yeah, you know, sometimes I like to just, you know, take a hundred dollars down to the casino and I don't understand why everybody just doesn't take a hundred dollars out of their paycheck every time they get paid and just go down and put it on either black or white. And the person said, uh, what? And they said, yeah, you know, just put it on either black or white. You have a 50, 50 chance, you know, it's gotta be either one or the other. Time out. Isn't it? uh, What's up now? Time out. Uh, Caleb and Shalelli. Yes, he is meaning to say black and white. Yes, yes, black and white. All right, continue. Um, And and the person said, don't you mean uh, black and red? And they said, nope, nope, black and white. Um, So, yeah, you have a 50-50 chance in either one. And they said, well, aren't there there green spaces on there, too? Like, I don't think it's a directly 50-50 odds. They said, nope, uh, that's only sometimes that they have the, the green ones. It's not all of them, but the ones down here, they don't have the green ones. So I just bet on either black or white. So that was their strategy. That's the strategy. Huh. Bet on black or white. Black or, black or white. <clears throat> so, it's got to be better than what okay. I've been doing. So. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. I can't lose more money playing that. <laughs> Not possible. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> Mr. Pipos. No, 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 no. I don't want to bet on any of these. Give me I want to bet on white. I want to bet on white. If it happens to like bounce out on a on a real pasty kid, you know, like we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll no, maybe, me. maybe what, what does that pay the, out? Maybe what the person was referencing was the white ball, which I know it has a name, and I forget what it is. Um, that the ball will, in fact, just stay white throughout the whole mm. spin. 
It's a safe bet. It is a safe bet, but not if you're betting on red half the time. It's not. It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, um, that's, that's an interesting strategy. So I think um, uh, I think we should probably avoid deploying that strategy. Uh, I don't know that that's gonna that we're gonna have a real high return. Um, I, I think I do want to do what Sean has said to do. We'll have to do it at one of the electronic machines because it's kind of going to be a tribute bet. Um, the hundred dollars on red at a roulette table or uh, at a roulette machine sean you still playing i'm thinking that? thinking yeah not only uh putting the hundred dollars on red but whatever the table min is whether it's five or ten uh throwing that on 14 so yeah, going, for sure. going red 14 with it for sure we're all that we're doing a little uh andy dalton tribute bet um Ooh. and we'll do it Ooh. we'll do it at a machine uh so we can post a video um eventually this podcast will have video capabilities somewhere or maybe in our maybe in the twitter feed i think we're going to be doing a lot of uh live tweeting from the uh at bad Kletz, uh twitter handle while we are in vegas to chronicle our our uh, comings and goings we'll call it and what is the dates you guys what is what day is the draft 22nd hang on draft time out 23rd before we answer this question, I would just like to circle back to earlier when I asked Chilelli if he was even yep. going. And he probably said, not. I don't know, probably not, maybe, but yeah. Uh, he didn't even know what the fuck the dates were <laughs> <laughs> when he answered the question earlier. <laughs> I mean, silly things like that. I just want everybody to understand that. Yeah, we're flying out the 22nd, bud. Uh, the draft, the first round of the draft is Thursday the 23rd. Uh, the second round, or the second and third round, or Friday the twenty fourth. But we're not. Don't attend- matter because we're not going. <laughs> yeah, we're not attending any of those things. Caleb, Caleb had a thought that if the Bengals were to do something totally crazy and trade back into the first round uh, to pick a second time Thursday night, that we'd try to head back over to uh, Draft Central to check that out. Uh, I think that's something we should still <laughs> kind of keep on the. Keep uh, keep an open possibility to. We'll be more open to that than the Bengals will be to trading back into the first round. How's that? So bad news, fellas. My exam period is April twenty second to May first. Oof. So oof. Yeah, it's the worst. And they moved bad news our for semester. somebody. It's, well, it's I mean, probably good news for my wallet, though. I mean, but you know. It will. It won't be the same uh, with only three fourths of the the Moosin crew out there yeah. uh, in Sim sure. City. But if I had to assign a role to each of us, uh, everybody loves this guy, and you've already called yourself Forrest Gump, so this won't be any worse. We'll only be missing the Allen to our group. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. I'll make sure to root for you guys from three thousand miles away. So. Appreciate that. I'm not. Appreciate I'm that. not betting you. Betting against you. I'm not. Uh, Who's crinkling I'll aluminum foil? What is going? It is not me. <laughs> so you think me over? What? I know. Who, I know who it is. We we all know who it is. It's not me. I'm done. I'm Gordon Ramsay over there. <laughs> yeah, old, old Bobby Flay wrapping up a burger to go. Or oh, Chef Boyardee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Uh, well, I don't. Uh, I don't have a whole lot else for tonight. We're at a minute and seven, or an hour and seven minutes. Uh, if anybody else has anything oh. they want to touch on before we uh, put this one to bed, nope. 
Well, Trevor Lawrence sucks. That's all I have. He's terrible. Baker's and the extreme take to end the night. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Baker still sucks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is so bad, he won't even be the number one pick in this year's draft. He's going to wait a full year to be the number one pick. I think he'll be like the eighth pick. I'll take that, too, that he's not the number one pick, but he wants odds on that. Um, no, because we need to let the season play out and make sure he doesn't get hurt. If he doesn't get hurt, I will. If we have it on record, I will 100% take that bet. Okay. You can just put that as a precursor. No action. No action if injury. But what Correct. about what kind of injury, though? Like missing more than one game or like? Um, I mean, if a, a, an injury that could that could jeopardize his draft status, like an injury, like Tua, Tua would probably be the first or the second pick if he didn't Bo Jackson himself, right? It's true. It's true. So yeah, I mean, he might an, still an injury, be the first or second pick. Let's not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and buddy, <laughs> if he is, I need somebody to give me the recipe for ye old Molotov cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know if they've ever set the Bellagio fountain on fire? Mm. Uh, didn't Evil can Evil do that? Do you know how long that fountain is? It's like, like 330 yards long. <laughs> Evil can Evil did not jump that. Uh, he jumped across <laughs> the Grand Canyon, so I mean. It wasn't 330 yards where he jumped it. It was the most narrow point of the Grand Canyon. And I only know that it's like it's actually longer than 330 because they had a golf long drive competition there. Uh, and like the first person that could carry the fountain and keep the ball, like or hit a ball into this net and carry the fountain won some stupid-ass prize. So it's, it's a long one. Evil Knievel did not jump it unless he was on a glider or an airplane. Oh, no, I, I Googled it, and a man crashed his vehicle into it. <laughs> That's close that to is, Evil Knievel jumping it. <laughs> that is never awesome. Cha- never change, Forrest. Never change. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All um, right, gentlemen. Oh, Caesar's Pal- I'm sorry, guys. Caesar's Palace. I got them mixed up. I'm sorry. They are right next to each other. <sighs> well, I'm glad we talked about that. All right. Well, you guys have a great All evening. All right, guys. Have a good night. All right, for uh, Chilelli, Caleb, and Sean, I am Kevin, a.k.a. Marty from Manitoba. We are the Bad Beats and Velcro Clutz podcast, coming to you once again from Headquarters Basement Bar, where we will come to you uh, every week as long as they will allow us have...